Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4 slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4 slash Lisa. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. How many closet conservatives are there in Hollywood? And why aren't there more faith-based films? I'm going to get into these questions with this week's guest, Kevin Sorbo. You might know him as Hercules, but he's also been making waves as one of the actors bucking the grain of liberals in Hollywood. He's an outspoken Christian and conservative. He's also been pushing for more faith-based films, more conservative films. He starred in the box office hit God's Not Dead. The film had a $2 million budget and grossed over $100 million. That's remarkable. We're also going to get into a lot of the big political issues we're facing and, and, and tackle a lot of those issues as well. I hope you enjoy this episode. Stay tuned. So I'm so excited about my next guest, Kevin Sorbo. Kevin, we kind of like are Twitter friends of some degree. And so I thought, why not just have you on the podcast and, you know, to have a discussion? How are you doing today? Doing great. I got my 18 of golfing, so life is good. Yeah, and you're a Floridian too, so we we obviously made the right decision in life. No question. <laughs> it's, we, we've been looking to move out here for years. I mean, I got to a point in California and said, this is just stupid. I mean, I love the state geographically. I love the weather there. I love my home where I was living out in Thousand Oaks area, about 45, 50 miles north of L.A. It was it was great, but I got tired of the traffic, the taxes, and, of course, the, the government is just imploding, and people are leaving by the droves. I read uh, over a year ago, there's like 200 people a day just leaving L.A. County alone. So um, we've been looking to move. I mean, I, I you know, I've shot 70 movies. I just did my 70th movie, and um, about 62 of those movies are shot in, were shot in Texas or further east, you know, whether it's Florida, Georgia, Louisiana, Alabama, whatever. 
And I just said, why are we here? Why are we paying state tax? Why are we doing any of this stuff? So we finally made the move, and it's been uh, it's been a good move. We've been here three and a half years already. How bad did California get? How bad was it? You know, and I mean, lucky I got a year and a half before the COVID thing. I mean, they use that as a wonderful weapon. I mean, every government's been using it as a weapon against every country in the world. But California and New York have been leading the way in their insanity with it. But um, I started getting a little more vocal on sets, not like yelling, just talking. You know, when I heard people make these loud statements. I'd come up to them, just have a one-on-one conversation. I go, well, why is he a Nazi? Or why is this guy, you know, whatever it may be. And then I got around that, uh, oh, wow, he's one of those guys, you know. So my manager and agent about 10 years ago called me in the office. It was like an intervention meeting. And they said, we can't work with you anymore. And I went, why? Well, Kevin, to be honest, you know, you're conservative. And I went, wow, <laughs> this is amazing. I wish I had this on tape because... You're the one, uh, Hollywood's the industry, it screams for tolerance. They scream for freedom of speech and all that, but it's all one-way street. So, um, you know, another door just opened up for me. I said, look, I love the industry. I love doing what I'm doing. I'm going to keep making my own movies. So I formed my own company, thesorbostudios.com, and um, just been doing my own independent movies. And just, you know, always trying to find funders, but I keep doing movies that are completely opposite of Hollywood. I mean, I do movies that have love and hope and laughter and redemption and faith and, you know, things that Hollywood refuses to do. And they, they'd rather push their agenda, which is mostly of anger and hate and divisiveness. So your manager and your agent said, we can't work for you or we can't work with you anymore because you're a conservative. Yep. How frequent do you think that happens in Hollywood or, or is that why conservatives in, that are in Hollywood are probably so afraid to speak up? Oh, yeah, they're afraid. I, I shot, a, I shot uh, four movies last year, and um, I directed two of them. And I had a, a couple actors in each one of those productions come up to me and say quietly, hey, man, thanks for being a voice for us, you know. And they're afraid. They're totally afraid to step out of um, their comfort zone. I mean, they're people at work. And uh, the, the truth is it's sad, but they, they, would be, they would be blacklisted. There's no question. I mean, I remember uh, seeing an interview with Ben Affleck, and he said, I'll, not, I'll never hire any uh, FN uh, conservatives to work in my movies. And I went, wow, there's a very secure gentleman right there. You know, so it's like um, the battle is there, and it's, it's too bad. I don't, what's interesting is I don't harbor that anger and hate towards people that have a different political point of view. I just don't. You have, okay, great, you know. You believe in socialism and communism? It's never worked, but okay. I mean, you know, <laughs> but I don't, I don't sit there and attack people and go after people. I mean, Facebook took me down. Today, if I said the things that I said on Facebook over a year ago, they wouldn't take me down because they, they've changed their tune. Because as I posted on Twitter, I said, anybody have any more conspiracy theories? Because mine keep coming true. <laughs> so it's, um, it's pretty funny. Well, that's what I always say on in TV is that, you know, yesterday's conspiracy theory is today's truth, right? I mean, we've seen this time and time again, where, you know, originally you couldn't say that the virus came from the Wuhan lab, you would get shut down, censored. Uh, yet, you know, now it's, you know, kind of been normalized that that is likely the oh, scenario. Sure. So it, it's like we keep seeing these scenarios, as you pointed out, where things you said a year ago could potentially get you censored. And today they're like, just casually being like, oh, yeah, that was true. That's the thing that cracks me up. I was posting stuff about, you know, there are far more many doctors out there than Lord Fauci and Bill Gates, who thinks he's a doctor, um, talking about COVID and saying, no mask, don't do anything. Social distancing is a total made up number. That's not coming from me. It's coming from thousands of doctors around the world. And of course, I'm proven right. I mean, I've got two buddies who are doctors. I'm not going to name them because they can get in trouble. They're, but they're at a very big uh, hospital. 
and they said, uh, you know, if you really want to social distance, you got to be at least 20 feet apart. Well, how are we going to live 20 feet apart from each other? I mean, it's, it's crazy what we're doing, not letting natural immunity take its course. Um, you know, all of this over a virus that was certainly created in the lab and certainly Fauci had something to do with it. Um, they were even warning us about it back in 2017 saying, oh, yeah, there'll be a big virus before this administration is over. You know, I mean, they're going after they're going to, going after trying to get rid of Trump even back then. And uh, I just would post those things. And they said, this misinformation. I go, well, no, these are doctors saying it. And I'm asking people what they think about it. But they, they end up taking me down. But what's crazy is you're talking about getting censored. You're talking about how, you know, previously your your agent and your manager didn't want, but there's didn't want to work with you because you're conservative. But there's such a market for faith-based films. There's such a market for patriotic films. There's such a market for, you know, films that do lean right. You know, for instance, you starred in the film God's Not Dead in 2014. And my understanding is it had a $2 million budget and grossed over $62 million. Is that correct? It actually grossed over $140 million. Oh, wow. So I was off by, yeah. you know, a half. <laughs> and, and that was and that's what, you know, what's maybe a couple million dollars to promote it. Word of mouth is what got that out there. I mean, I, I did a movie better than that. The same writers, same company, Pureflix, called What If two years earlier. What If in my book is a much better movie. But, you know, when you have an independent movie that you're shooting two, three, four million dollar budgets, we're competing against Hollywood's 200, 300 million dollar Avengers Jurassic parks, and then they spend another hundred million dollars promoting it. But we can't compete with that. I mean, they, they, they hold that. So that kind of money and power, they're pushing their agenda and everything. You see what they're doing in Disney now. I mean, it's insane what's going on. And, but this is the battle we got, and this is the battle we got to keep fighting. And I, I'm going to keep fighting with movies that are positive. Andrew Breitbart, Breitbart was a dear friend of mine. I don't believe he just died of natural causes, but that's my conspiracy theory. He said, as you know, politics is down, runs downstream of a culture. Who runs the culture? Hollywood does. Mainstream media does. And you look what they're doing to the public school system, what they're doing to universities. And, um, but, yeah, I keep doing these movies that have a positive thing. I, just, I did a movie called Let There Be Light that came out three years ago. Sean Hannity actually funded it. Um, $2.3 million. And we didn't have that much money behind it to promote it, but still made overall about 12 million bucks. Now, here's the thing. Netflix calls me up after opening weekend because opening weekend, our little $2.3 million movie was up against a $300 million Thor Ragnarok. And we finished number two per screen average. So Netflix calls me up and says, hey, we need a meeting with you to talk about maybe opening an inspirational division here at Netflix. So I had four meetings over a couple months with them. I thought the ball was rolling fine. All of a sudden, boom, no more calls. And I was like, wow. So my last meeting with them, I said, you guys need to get past your ideology, your hate and whatever, this anger you have towards people that have morals, have a, you know, have, have a, have a, you know they, they, they have a faith. You can laugh at Christians all, all, all the way to the bank if you do the kind of movies I do and with the power you, behind you guys to promote these things because there's 80 million homes out there that want this kind of product. And you guys are totally ignoring it just because of your hate towards Christians? I mean, this is, we live in Crazyville, insanity world, as you know. You talked about, you know, obviously the funding aspect of it is challenging, but it sounds like what you just pointed out with Netflix, that there's a distribution challenge as well of just trying to get it out to the public. How challenging is that to try to break through some of those barriers just to, to get a film out that, you know, is a little bit against the grain in Hollywood? Um, it, it's tough. I mean, I, look, I know so many people. So, I mean, I've got a list of, you know, hundreds of names that I've interviewed before. And I'm adding your name to it as well, because when my movies come out. I want to call you and say, hey, my movie opens next week. Can we talk about it? So you look at a movie like Let There Be Light. Um, I play my own publicity agent. 
you know, my PR person. And I, I call these people ahead of time. I did a, over 130 radio and TV interviews uh, to release Let's Be Light. And, you know, that's what I'll be doing this year. I've got two other movies I directed coming out. One's called Miracle in East Texas, True Story, set in 1930. It's myself in it, along with John Ratzenberger and Lou Gossett Jr. and Tyler Maine. And I got another movie coming out called Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. It's based off the 80 million best-selling books, Left Behind books. And then I've got a documentary called Eating with the Enemy, which I love. It deals with, uh, I love this title, Eating with the Enemy, because it deals with The Last Supper. And then I finished the Reagan movie with Dennis Quaid as the president. I played his pastor, but that movie now won't be up till January or February next year. But, um, you know, I'm staying busy, and I'm grateful for that. And, uh, you know, I love the business. I love the creative process. So I'm going to keep doing what I got, I've got to keep doing to uh, let people know that there's good movies out there. And people let me know through airports and hotel lobbies, restaurants, whatever. They say, hey, we love what we're doing. Please keep doing it. So there's a market out there, but how do we get to? We just got to hopefully do the best we can and get word of mouth when these things come out. Quick commercial break. Back with Kevin Sorbo on the other side. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. You could be one of them. Sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be. With the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X, folks say this new solar generator from Four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Or other devices like an electric blanket, microwave, RV air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets so you can power more devices at once. And two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot power generators. Go to fourpatriots.com slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to fourpatriots.com slash Lisa. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Do you think there's an enlightening that's going on, though? It, it seems like there is a little bit of an awakening happening in the country. I mean, you see with the, the Disney stuff, Netflix has taken a tumble probably because they have films like he's expecting. 
I, I mean, it, it does seem like there is somewhat of an awakening happening and people just saying, you know what, this is just going a little too far. This is just a little too much. This is getting a little too crazy. Do, do you see that? Yeah, I think there's a tipping point, but it's taken a long time. And I, I, I keep saying there's a tipping point over the last 10 years, but more and more people need to wake up. I mean, I feel like I'm not here to wake up the sheep. The sheep are sheep. They're just like, I'm here to wake up the lions. You know, it's like, guys, come on. Get, don't let fear, don't let government use fear as a weapon to control your life because the government's been doing that for, forever, but they're doing it like crazy now with COVID. And, um, you know, I, I look at what, you know, the way Biden even got in office. I mean, give me a break, but that's another conversation. But for the stuff that he's done, if, if Democrats had actually voted for Biden, like real votes that really counted, if, they, if they're not waking up going, Wow. All of a sudden, gas is four or five, six bucks a gallon. All of a sudden, we've got more people coming across the border than four years of Trump's presidency and one year here. Um, wow. We're not energy independent anymore. All this stuff that they uh, that, that they undid that Trump had done to make this country better. It's it's. It's mind boggling that people can still sit there and go, well, I don't know. You know, I just didn't like Trump for his ego. Yeah. No president at any time had egos. Right. Obama certainly didn't have an ego. I said, you're not voting for a guy to be his best friend. So, you know, my liberal friends, I say, name me the policies that Biden has done that you love. And they look at me like you can hear crickets. They they can't name it. They just have so much, you know, Trump went through four years of every day being attacked by the press. No president's ever had to go there. Just out of just out of jealousy and envy and hate. And uh, I don't know, the fuel that that the fire that fueled that hate and anger just perpetuated itself. And of course, what it do divide the country even more. So um, I don't know. It's uh, I, I hope more and more people start speaking. It seems like it is. I hate government polls. I think they're crap. But if we don't take back both houses in this next election, then, wow, this country is lost because if people honestly think socialism and Marxism and communism is a better road to go on, then history will repeat itself because uh, it always does, especially now. Look what they're doing. You know, let's let's rewrite history. I mean, it's crazy. It's just I'm going to keep fighting. I'm not afraid to speak up and speak the truth. Well, it always leads to death and misery, you know, communism and socialism and, and all these different things. But it, it does seem as there is this lightning taking place and as Biden's poll numbers take a nosedive, the government is trying to assert itself even more in controlling speech, controlling what we say. We have this ministry mm. of truth now. You have the DOJ targeting parents. It's, you know, it, it seems like as more people... <laughs> wake up the government is just trying to take that and get a stranglehold on that awakening people have to look at what they're doing now and it's like you said there's this disinformation czar this woman who likes to sing mary poppins songs on the internet i mean it's it, it's comical of, of what's going on out there and uh 78 genders I, I don't know whatever you got between your navel and your knees that's what you are i mean that's this is i mean how insane do we have to get here to to live this this bizarre lie that uh, they keep perpetuating we keep we keep giving the power to the smallest voices out there and i don't want to make those smallest voices go away but there should be a reason why majority rules and uh we're, we're just getting away from that and uh, you know it's uh, I don't know. I, you know. I get my trolls out there on Twitter. You know, I can post beautiful day in the golf course and I go, I hope you die. And they get to they get to stay on Twitter threatening my life. So 
Um, I could do a documentary on who these people are and what their lives are really like because I think there's a common denominator in all those guys. So um, uh, it's, uh, people are waking up, and I hope people keep on fighting because we, we have to. I mean, we just have to. We can't let this thing just go away like this. And um, all these news stations just keep – totally making fools of themselves when they talk. I mean, I, I'll switch over to MSNBC and CNN just to sort of see what they're saying. And I just shake my head and I'm going, wow. I mean, it's, it's, it's all about fear. It's all about control. That's all what they want. They don't care that they're destroying the country. They want to destroy the country. Um, when I, when I, I got so angry at the, at the voter fraud we had in the last, you know, major election. And my wife said, don't, because Kevin, you're talking about a party that has no problem now pulling a baby out and totally uh, dismembering and killing that baby upon birth even. So, you know, they're, they're a party of murder and hate. And so wh- why should voter fraud shock me? Talk about Hollywood's role in sort of shaping the narrative in society and just shaping society at large. I mean, really it goes back even in the 1950s. Walt Disney said movies and television will influence our youth. He said that in the 50s. And trust me, if Walt, if Walt saw what Disney has done to his brand today, he's spinning his grave. Because I don't think he knew it would go this far, but he was he was right that I'll, it can be a positive and negative effect on the youth because they totally get sucked into it. They sit there and watch all the TV, watch all these movies, and the messages are always there. Um, you look at, I mean, look at all the sitcoms through the decades. They always have kind of the hot mom, and then the dad is kind of fat and frumpy and the dope, and they just make fun of them. The kids do, the mom does. So they sit there and say, yeah, father, he's just useless and just, you know, just he's a punching bag for us. Um, they, they've totally tried to destroy the nuclear family and they're doing a great job at it. So, um, yeah, they have a lot of power and they're going to keep doing it. I remember, you know, I, I found friends funny, but I saw the messages in there. I was old enough to read the message between the line and the producers of that show said, Oh, you better believe we had liberal messages in every episode of friends that was on purpose. They admitted to it. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a powerful weapon and hopefully people can uh, figure it out on their own. But if you're a kid and you're watching these things, it's so easy to let just those ideas just sink in and sink in and sink in. And then pretty soon you got another you got another voter for communism. Although it, it does seem like the targeting of children is more overt or you know, oh, yeah. I don't know if I'm just paying attention to it more or, or more. It's more overt. I mean, what do you think? Oh, yeah, it's definitely. I mean, it's been going on for decades. It's just accelerated over the last 10, 15 years. I mean, it's definitely there. Look what the school systems are doing. I mean, when I was in school, that no, no teacher told me how to vote. No teacher told me to believe in God or not believe in God. And just that, that just didn't exist. You know, they taught history, they taught math, they taught science, they taught physics. Whatever they were, were hired to teach, that's what they taught. Even in college, I didn't have any of that stuff. And you look at it today, it's like that's the only thing they want to talk about now. And it's just, it's just bizarre to me, you know. It, it's, uh, man, I, we, we're homeschoolers. So my wife's an avid speaker. Uh, she's got a number of books out it. Um, her fa- my favorite book of hers is called They're Your Kids, to remind people. But the blessing of COVID is that um, people, parents, finally started waking up and realizing that, okay, maybe this isn't a great thing, this public education, to be used as a babysitter for our kids. So now two million more kids are being homeschooled now, uh, all because of what happened in the, you know, ex- the exposure of COVID and school boards. You see all these things in school boards. People are going out and saying, all right, okay, enough, you guys. I'm going to run against you guys. You guys are now gone. And they sit up there all smug and arrogant. I'm going, man, get rid of these people. Get rid of them. I mean, we, we got to fight back. I and mean, we, we get the government we deserve when we put these people in. And here's the trouble. All the people moving out of California, 
They moved to Nevada. They moved to Arizona. They moved to Texas. They moved to Florida, to Nashville. And then they vote the same way. See, I don't know if it's on purpose that they're completely idiotic. I mean, it's like, okay, we left California because of these reasons. I golfed with a guy recently down in Naples. I was down there at a charity event. This guy is from California. He recently moved to Naples, Florida. And he said, uh, yeah, I had to get out of California all the same reasons you're talking about. But, you know, the one thing I hate about Florida is your governor. I went, what? I said, are you kidding me? I said, you left Newsom because the guy's one of the, you know, one or two top worst governors in the country. And you come to ours where we got the Santos, who's a bloody rock star. And you're telling me that you don't like him and he's made the state livable for you to want to move here and get out of California. It, it's weird. I mean, where, where does that disconnect happen with a guy like this? He's a very successful business guy. You're going, wait a second. How brainwashed are you? I mean, that's just, it's just so weird. It makes, it makes zero sense. Quick break back with Hercules. Stay tuned. Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. You could be one of them sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from Four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer or other devices like an electric blanket, microwave, RV air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets so you can power more devices at once and two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot power generators. Go to 4patriots.com slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4patriots.com slash Lisa. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Well, everything's so tribal, you know, these days in the sense of, you know, people are so wired of, you know, for, you know, I've got people I care about very much who are on the left and I'll go through the issues and they're pretty much like on board with everything that I am. But for whatever reason, it's like not cool to be, you know what I mean? Like they just can't bring themselves to be 
a conservative. Were you always a conservative or, or, or when did when did you become a conservative? Well, I I grew up in Minnesota. I grew up under Walter Mondale and Hubert Humphreys. My parents were, you know, my I was a school teacher. I was a nurse. They were, you know, Humphrey and, you know, Mondale Democrats. But the first time I could vote was 1980 uh, when I was 18 and I voted for Reagan. And my parents were like, what? And I go, you know what? I, I, I kind of pay attention to stuff with this, what this, what this Carter's done, which is pretty much what, what Biden's doing. Same, we got the same road right now going with the whole gas thing, the inflation thing, the border, all this stuff. And I said, uh, I think Carter's going to go down as one of the worst presidents we've ever had. But since then, we've had Obama and we've had Biden. So they're, they're right down there with him. But um, I, I, yeah, in my mind, I kind of saw early in life that I said, okay, I, I believe in capitalism. That's what made America great. Is it perfect? No. But there's, it's the best system out there. This country became great because of individuals, not government, not big government. And uh, our founding fathers were bloody brilliant. And you look at the government today, you look at the, you look at the Democrat Party today, they've just moved further and further left. You know, Dennis Miller's a friend of mine, John Voight's a friend of mine. And they said, they were Democrats. They said, we don't leave the party, the party left us. And that's a common theme with a lot of Democrats. If you look at 1960s inauguration speech, when Nixon, I mean, when, uh, when Nixon was beat by Kennedy, JFK's speech, there's not one Democrat who talks like that. He sounds like a Republican today. And, you know, one of his greatest quotes in that speech is right there on his gravestone. It says, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. Do we see that by any other people out there on the Democrat side? No. They say, hey, we'll take care of you. Cradle the grave. No problem. We'll just keep printing money. I mean, everything is just so out of control right now and so obvious of what they want to do to keep their control. That made me think of the Elon Musk. He posted that meme where basically I don't know if you saw it or not on Twitter, but like basically the left keeps going further to the left and the right just stays the same. So now he is essentially center right by nature of just not changing his positions and the left. I saw that graph. Yeah. It was, that, that graph was brilliant. It was so funny. I had to get all to him because it'd be nothing for him. Two million bucks to him is like $200 to me, probably even less, probably like $20 to me. So um, I would love to get a hold of him and say, hey, let's fight this fight together. Because not only will you get your money back plus 10%, you're also going to own 50% of the movie, whatever profits it makes. So with me, it's not a, it's not a losing cause to uh, have, uh, you know, to fight this culture war. But, uh, you know, that's just a prayer. And I hope that I actually get to talk to the guy one time and tell him, tell him, tell him what we're doing. Because I'm sure he grew up watching my series Hercules because he would have been like a teenager during those years. How did you get into this crazy industry that you're in? Um, you know, I, I grew up about 25 miles west of Minneapolis, and my, Minneapolis is home to the Guthrie Theater. It's a very famous theater. You have a lot of Broadway stars perform out there. A lot of plays uh, start there before they even go to Broadway. Probably the biggest one would have been Lion King. I uh, went to a play when I was in, uh, 11 years old, and uh, it was The Merchant of Venice. It was Shakespeare. I, I don't know what the hell they were saying because it was Shakespeare and I was 11 years old, but I, um, I was mesmerized by the actors on stage and the seed was set for me. So um, I was a jock, football, basketball, baseball, but uh, I kind of dabbled on the side with the acting. And then when I got into college, I had a double major in marketing, advertising, and a minor in drama and started doing a lot of commercial work because Minnesota's home to a lot of big companies and mostly Target commercials for me back in the day, which got me my, my Screen Actors Guild card and and I uh, moved out to California. Just said, here I am, and just went. I didn't know a soul out there, but I already had a commercial agent because of the, I had a great reel. But uh, I just went and just said, 
let's do it. Let's make it happen. It must have been pretty crazy to go there then, because obviously there's so many people that are trying to get into to acting that want to get into Hollywood. Oh, sure. What do you think differentiates, you know, what do you think differentiated you? Or was it just the hustle or, or termination or what sort of like sets you apart or, or sets someone apart and, and sort of eventually, you know, landing those big gigs like you ended up with Hercules? Well, I think a lot of it comes down to uh, upbringing. You know, I, my, I had hardworking parents, blue collar parents, and uh, my dad always pushed all five. I'm the fourth of five kids and he pushed all of us to work hard. I started a paper out when I was nine years old in Minnesota, six mornings a week at 430 in the morning, delivering 80 papers in Minnesota weather. <laughs> and uh, for, did that for seven years and did, um, all kinds of jobs in the summertime as well. Just working at the golf course my dad worked at, mowing people's lawns. I mean, I was just the busy bee, you know, when I got out to LA, it's called show business, right? It's not called show show. So I, I had a double business major. So I used that business major to sell myself because you're your own product when you're an actor. And I, um, I just didn't take no for an answer. I, I, I caddied for two summers at a private country club. And I remember asking all these guys they caddied for all wealthy guys and, how did you get to where you are? And all of them said, oh, I failed. And then I failed again. Then I failed some more. And I get it. I mean, failure is not a negative. It's a positive. And you got to find out. You just got to, okay. I, they, they, they didn't hire me, but I got, I got this good out of it. And I got the chance to get up in front of those people. At least those, so they saw me. I mean, I looked at, I, I didn't, you know, beat myself up when I didn't get jobs. Because most of the time you're not going to get jobs. It's all about rejection in Hollywood anyway, because competition is so crazy. And um, I just plugged away and just kept on going and going and going and pushing. I, I had a belief. I always believed I have success. And then Hercules um, went seven years, became the most watched TV show in the world, 176 countries. And that right after that, I started Andromeda, which is the first series Jim Roddenberry created after Star Trek. So my captain, Dylan Hunt, was the first captain ever created after Captain Kirk. And since then, just movies. And I've got uh, four more lineup this year. In fact, I'm leaving for Israel here pretty soon to shoot a movie there. So... Um, I just, I just, I work hard and I, I, I don't, I, I don't slow down. I work seven days a week because I love the business and I love what I'm doing. Well, I always tell young girls too, that, you know, one of the biggest things is not being afraid to take risks. Cause I, I think a lot of people, and I don't blame them, you know, people, you know, have got bills to pay or folks have families and you know, you've got responsibilities and stuff, but I really think taking risk. I mean, like I remember getting a job on a campaign and I got it on a Friday and I moved to Wisconsin that Monday, <laughs> you know, like it's, you know, sometimes it's just, uh, you know, sort of putting yourself out there and not being afraid to take a chance or not being afraid to, you know, potentially get rejected or do something scary or uproot your life. People give up too easily. It doesn't have to be in my industry. It's just a lot of people are afraid of failure and maybe they're afraid of success. I don't know. So they just stay there and they don't do anything about it. They just, and then they sit there eventually they become bitter and sad because their dreams never came true because they didn't have the, the, the courage to, to, to face it and to go after it. And then there you go. Then you get your liberals and you get your trolls that are sitting around living in their parents' basement and they're 33 years old and they just attack people like you and me and live off George Soros dollars and probably our tax dollars as well, collecting unemployment. <laughs> so um, it's, uh, it, it's easy to give up because most people do. And um, then it becomes the world's fault. They blame God or they blame a God they don't believe in. They blame family, friends, the world, whatever. And the reality is they got to look in the mirror and say, the problem is you. You know, look in that mirror and say, okay, what am I going to do? Am I going to sit here and whine my whole life or am I going to do something about it? But a lot of people don't like taking that chance, taking that risk, because 
they just are filled with fear. But I think that's sort of an intentional thing with our society and sort of, you know, it's been driven in the education system. It's been driven society, societally, is my saying that right? Yeah. <laughs> to try to you know, make people victims, because if everyone is a victim, you're weak, you're ineffective, you're more easily controlled, you're malleable by the government. But if people are strong and independent and less reliant upon the government and more self-sufficient, they don't need the government. They're they're less easily controlled. So I, I feel like that's more of a, or, or, you know, kind of more of a recent thing too, with just younger generations getting lazier and lazier and constantly playing the victim. Oh, yeah. But, but it, it seems so intentional to me in the direction that they're trying to push young people into. It's all about... Look, Lenin said it back in the Bolshevik Revolution back in like 1917. He said the best way to control a population is through education. And he called the liberals, he called them useful idiots, because they are. And, uh, you know, it's, they, it's been around forever. I don't know if it was Brezhnev or, or it, was, it was Stalin or somebody said that America will eventually turn into a communist country. They said just give it the time that it needs. And they weren't wrong, because you see where it's, we're headed right now. But, uh, you know, I still got hope. I still believe that, uh, as we mentioned earlier, that there's a strong tipping point happening right now. And more and more people are waking up and saying enough is enough. And hopefully if they uh, can find a way to stop voter fraud, I think I think I'd be shocked if we don't take both houses back in this year's election. Because, um, number one, that we can't have an honest voting system is unbelievable. It's been around for decades. I mean, I remember reading a long time ago about the Kennedy um, barely beating Nixon back in 1960. That was that was voter fraud there as well. So it's around, and we have to come up with a way to make it stop because it's it's weird to me that we can't do it. No more mail-in votes. You got to show up, show your ID. That's not racist. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. Um, and I, I remember seeing um, there was somebody who went through the Bronx and interviewed probably about 50 uh, African Americans going through there. And said, do you know where your uh, DMV is? Oh, yeah, it's right in the corner. Do you have a license? Yeah, I got a license. I mean, we want a metal license. And a couple of them sort of made fun of me. He goes, I know why you're doing this. This is silly to think that we don't, we don't have IDs, you know. But this is a thing that's perpetuated by the Democrat Party. Um, I laughed when Biden said back in 2012 during the uh, re-election campaign of him and Obama, he said, uh, at the Black Caucus, or something, he said, they, they want to keep you all in chains. No. The Democrat Party wants to keep the black population in chains because there's no money in it for the Democrats if you have successful people from the African-American community. So, uh, you know, and I, I love the fact that I'm seeing more and more people uh, in that race as well waking up and going, OK, we, we, yeah, we've been lied to. And they've been lied to for decades upon decades. And, um, yeah, I think I think um, if we get an honest vote coming up here, I think it's going to be a tidal wave. Also, if, if you're black, like I would be disgusted by that. Somehow the idea oh, that uh, like just because of my skin color, I can't go and like get an idea like that's so it's just like so disgusting and belittling of the left, the way that they oh, see things. And it's just disgusting. No question. But I, and I hope more and more people see that, but many of them don't. It's just, just take care of me, you know, just take care of me. It's like the Welfare Reform Act that LBJ started back in the mid-60s. And he said, well, we'll take care of the black women out there that have kids and don't have husbands. Um, but if you get a husband, then you're, you're going to get cut off. Well, they, they've been three generations now. They're using it as a way to make money. So they have four or five kids from four or five different guys. And just a way to keep, you know, getting a paycheck more and more. I mean, how many times do you see these superstar athletes? It's just their mom around, right? There was no father in their life. And that's just, it's just sad. And you see the repercussions going on in the streets. I mean, look at Chicago. How does that mayor keep an office? I don't get it. You got a city that has 
four or five thousand shootings a year. And they, they keep the Democrat Party keeps putting in Democrats in there. I, I don't know. It's just it's, it's mind boggling me. If it's not corrupt, then what the heck is it? Because it doesn't make sense. Well, and I agree that we are, you know, sort of at a tipping point as a country, as we sort of talked about during this conversation of just, you know, how much more can a country take and before it fails and before it falters? So I, I really do believe that we are in a pivotal, pivotal moment as a country. And we saw during COVID how susceptible to tyranny we are as a nation and just how rotten, you know, so many of our institutions are. Anything you want to leave my audience with before we go? Don't be afraid to step out. Don't be afraid to speak up. Oh, I might lose friends. Well, then they weren't your friends to begin with. If your friends are that stupid and fickle and weird and petty that they're not going to like you because they have a different point of view than they do, they're not your friends. I've got, I've still got liberal friends. I've got friends that are atheists and we talk, you know, we have debates. We, we, we still go out and golf and have a beer afterwards. There's no hate there. Um, and I would love people to go to sorbostudios.com. Check it out. Sorbostudios.com. Leave your information. We'll keep you up to date for the things coming down the pipeline. Um, I've got some wonderful movies coming out, like I just mentioned. I've got another four I'm filming this year. And um, I'm staying busy, guys. So, um, you know, please please check it out. And uh, please please support the movies that we keep doing. Well, if you ever need a, a political pundit for one of your films, just let me. <laughs> Better use than the last one. But, you know. Ah, Kevin, come on. The, 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 Le- the Left Behind movie was, was perfect. It was all about being uh, in the news world. Well, now you know. So just, uh, you know, think of me I, if you do. <laughs> I'm your girl, Kevin. I so. will. I will. <laughs> Please. Seriously, that would be awesome. Oh, you got, you, you're beautiful. You got a great look. You got, I mean, you're smart. You're intelligent. You're well-spoken. You're perfect for the part. Awesome. Well, thank you, my friend. I appreciate you joining the show. And, and thanks so much for your insight. I hope you take care. Cool. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. I, I really enjoy talking to Kevin. He's such a nice guy. Got a lot of really great insight from him as well. If you enjoyed this show, you can listen to us every Monday, every Thursday, every single week. The Truth with Lisa Booth. You can find us on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you find your podcast. Also, it means so much to me when you go, you rate us, you give us five stars, hopefully. Leave us a review. Let us know what you think of the show. Share with your family. I really appreciate it. And I, I want to thank, as always, my producer, John Cassio. Take care, guys. Thanks for listening. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4patriots.com Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4patriots.com Lisa. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.